Hello and welcome back to Isopod, another quarantine edition. Um, music always courtesy of Sacred Lime. Um, joined by Corey as always. But this week we got a special guest. Christian um, Vossler in the house. Christian, uh, old time friend of Corey. How we doing, man? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me, guys. A fellow music lover. Um, Yay. Christian has a, not even a blog, a uh, Instagram music account. Very akin to Isopod. Uh, I think it started with reviews and stuff like that. Describe that account, uh, what viewers can expect. Uh, plug it to our five fans out there. <laughs> a quick plug. Plug it to myself as one of those five fans. No, um, yeah, it's, I basically just, I felt like every time I listened to something, I needed to like put my thoughts somewhere and I didn't have anywhere to put my thoughts. So I started like posting little reviews, little mini note length reviews of albums that I've listened to or um, like some of the vinyl records that I've been picking up. Um, nice. Not so much anymore, obviously, but um, yeah, so it's, it's just basically kind of like a little, you know, what I'm listening to and what I enjoy about it. And hopefully somebody can find something they enjoy there and, and, roll with it that's kind of the goal well i know i enjoy it i found a couple albums from that um and we've been trying to have you on for a bit i know you've been asking lucas my best friend from high school is going to be pretty mm. upset because he's been begging me for <laughs> <laughs> since we started and he still is not but uh our, our, lucas our if, you're, if you're listening you're up next i just wanted to hear uh christian talk about the fiona apple album but oh uh, yeah yeah jack uh let's get into it what are, what are we starting with um, well, let's uh, start it off with uh, what we've been listening to the last, uh, I don't even know the last time we recorded an episode. We've been, we've been, uh, well, actually, that's not true. We actually haven't been super busy. Corey and I have been uh, obsessing over playing uh, MLB The Show. Uh, and Catan. Oh, man. And Settlers of Catan in place of recording, so um, we really have no excuse. But I'm so uh, let's, let's just talk about just briefly what we've been listening to. I know for me... Um, I've been listening to a lot of uh, 1975 hmm, classic. Um, in preparation of their new album. Um, I've just been going back through their discography and uh, um, yeah, it's pretty, at least for them, I feel like they've uh, like each with each album, they've progressed in a, in a completely new direction. Um, and I'll get into um, some of their new tracks in a, in a bit, but yeah, I mean, recently just going back through theirs, their stuff uh what about you guys christian what you got recently uh well fiona apple <laughs> on repeat since yeah, it nice. dropped has been the number one thing i think um but also uh hamilton lighthouser have you guys heard of him not at all and the Minutemen. he he's like a i don't know i know like an indie singer songwriter guy but um he had one song that kind of like blew up and they used it in like an apple commercial and it's like this beautiful twinkly piano thing so a lot of him basically just anything i could find that matches the quarantine mood of the day i feel that so like when it's sunny it's like i need something upbeat and like make yeah. me feel like it's kind of summer and things are kind of normal and when it's rainy it's like i just need something to wash me out yeah and and stew in i don't really have much to add to that uh <laughs> uh, I mean, we're going to talk about the new music we've been listening to. I decided to go through the national discography because I had never done that no, before. Me too. Um, so that's, that's, been, that's been a quarantine uh, rainy day mute, mood for me. Um, but otherwise, it's a lot of new stuff, which we're going to get into. Maybe maybe first, what do you have dropping, Jack? 
We had uh, Drake last night. We're, this is Friday morning, so these are fresh mm-hmm. albums. Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern. That's our fresh favorite time of, of the week. Uh, we yep. had a new Drake tape kind of out of nowhere. Uh, <laughs> Car Seat Headdressed. I haven't even gotten to that album yet. Otherwise, it was a lot of loose singles and stuff as far mm-hmm. as I'm concerned and interested in. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the Drake drop, that was definitely the biggest surprise of this week. Um, and then next week, there's really not a ton dropping either. As far as as far as we know, there might be another surprise drop, but who knows? Um, uh, this has been going on for a few weeks now, but Playboy Cardi um, teased a new album, or at least we thought it was a new album like three weeks ago. Maybe he um, was just te- teasing the feature on the Drake album that was pretty terrible. Well, yeah, if he if that was all he teased, then that's a big disappointment. Um, but hoping for a new album from him soon. Uh, he keeps talking about it, and it's just you know, I, I'm, all his fans are just waiting on it. So, um, whenever that drops, we'll can't wait to talk about that. Um, but other than that, nothing too too much. Uh, if you're into Nav, he's dropping an album next week, so um, he's big fan favorite here at Isopod. Yeah, he's not an isopod favorite, uh, to say the least. So, um, and then Haley Williams too. That might be interesting. We'll see. Uh, it's a solo. I'm definitely gonna check that one out for sure. Yeah, solo yeah. album from uh, the front woman of uh, Paramore. So she hasn't had any lead singles or anything for that one, has she? She she did like I, a little EP. I think she. It's, yeah, um, it, it it's was like a while almost ago. half the album. Maybe not half. I don't know how many tracks are on it, but like. Oh it's, wow! Yeah, it I was like that. four tracks. Yeah, mm. so and I honestly I added it to like my things to listen to, and I haven't listened to it. So yeah. <laughs> well, that let's happens. get into the albums we have been listening to since mm. uh, last episode and really enjoy. Uh, yes. Jack, do you want to start? I'll start it off. Um, first, I would love to talk about. Um, uh, spoiler alert! This is my favorite album from um, April, and that's the new strokes album the new abnormal um i absolutely love uh the the sounds that they that they explored on this album um the lead singles really uh that i mean i enjoyed every single that they that they put out until the the actual album release and so that was a pretty telltale sign that i I was going to enjoy pretty much the whole album um it didn't disappoint um it's probably my favorite Strokes album since Room on Fire, uh, which is crazy because, I mean, this late in the game, uh, for a, a, I love when bands like, you know, kind of later on in their career drop an album that is uh, pretty noteworthy, and I feel like this was, this was that for the Strokes. So um, if for whatever, re- whatever reason you missed this one, um, I, I mean, this is, a, this is a can't miss in my opinion. It feels like... It's one of those things where it's like it, it doesn't have any reason to be as good as it was. Like I wasn't expecting anything. I, I was, was not expecting it to be this good. Pretty impressed, and it took me a while. The first listen, I was like, "Man, it's whatever. It's not bad." I was and in the same boat. I That's what Corey thought. <laughs> yeah, I found myself not like being able to pull myself away and just going back and back and back. Mm-hmm. Especially, um, the adults are talking is just an incredible, mm-hmm. incredible track. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as an album, uh, I I thought it it ran pretty pretty smooth um uh track to track uh yeah i think there's yeah. A, i mean there's a couple of low points on the album like the I middle enjoy, part for me yeah i didn't enjoy everything yeah. on here endless um, summer is is whatever but um I, th- I thought it was good i liked it yeah 
Yeah. My yeah. favorite is still that last single with Brooklyn Bridge or I, th- I think yes. that might come up a little <sighs> bit later in the best yeah. tracks huh. section, but um it definitely will. It definitely do you guys um will. do you guys do last FM like track your listening habits at all? I haven't. No. Yeah, last FM is cool. Mostly just because it'll tell you like last seven days, thirty days, ninety days, what you've it, been it, listening to. It tracks oh. Spotify data. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So you, you, they call them. It's a really weird word. They call them scrabbles, but basically one play is a scrabble. And so that aside, it's basically just yeah. You hook it to your Spotify, and you don't even have to have the app open or anything. But Brooklyn Bridge of the Chorus has been like my top song for like the last nice. uh, at least two weeks, I think. So yeah, cool. That's a good one. I'll check that out. Well, I can go next. Uh, yeah, go for you, it, Corey. You, you what uh, what album you got? I'm going to start with Eve Tumor, Heaven to a Tortured Mind. Uh, mm-hmm. This is the brainchild of Sean Bowie, the genreless music maker. This is an album Christian recommended, and I immediately fell in love with. Um, I saw it described as glam rock outcast on Twitter or mm. something, and I, I just love that description. But even that is a disservice <laughs> to the sounds on this album. Uh, Gospel for a New Century, the intro track sets this incredible bass-bumping rock tone and Sean's raspy voice longs for something or someone. The preceding songs touch on elements of R&B, soul, psych-pop, glam, southern hip-hop, all just oozing with that confidence and swagger of the intro track. Kerosene's uh, guitars put me on a search for the <laughs> best guitar performances ever. Um, Romanticist displays a softer, brighter sound, and the catchiest in my opinion and transitions seamlessly into this dream po- dream palette song uh with these gorgeous <laughs> pitched up vocals i was convinced was another artist um but the percussion on this track was just amazing then there's superstars this enchanting ballad that is more soulful and r&b than anything up to this point um yeah i just love this album i quickly went back and listened to eve's prior work um just because i was so excited about this one safe in the hands of love and serpent music were the two most recent uh albums he came out with and i i enjoyed them but i can confidently tell you that for me this was his most illustrious and comprehensive work and certainly the place to start in terms of accessibility um i i would recommend starting with uh if if you're trying to get into eve tumor and this is definitely my favorite al- album as of late um so thank you christian for that wreck yeah totally no i his older shit is is weird <laughs> yeah it's... um but there's like there's like a couple of hints on like safe in the hands of love of like the sound he was moving towards like noid is fit would fit in i think on this album very well yeah um, absolutely but just uh up there i think maybe even more than brooklyn bridge um gospel for a new century might be my favorite song of the year maybe I just don't know how you can like. It's just such a, it's a great start to the album. It's, <laughs> it's such, such a, a such a tone epic, setter. It's awesome. Intro, yeah. Mm. Oh gosh. I'm glad you enjoyed it because, um, I my tastes are, are I think I've listened to you guys' podcast. I think it's more indie, less hip hop, R and B stuff, and this feels like a nice merge of like all of that into like one one sort of album. Absolutely. So, yeah, and I I, I think I'm I'm just talking personally, but I've. Mm been trying to move not not even trying but i i think as i've been <laughs> growing and yeah evolving with music uh 
indie has been the direction I've been going recently. Um, hip hop still is my favorite probably, but I know Jack and I are trying to explore more genres. And I want to do like, yeah, I want to do the Sounds. opposite because I, I have not, other than like sort of the, those tentpole albums, you know, that everybody's heard, I haven't really gotten into hip hop. So I've been trying to do that. Um, so kind of the back, yeah, the reverse of that. Yeah, man, that's why this is fun. Stuff, so, yeah, so definitely. What what album do you want to start with? Me? Um, definitely Fiona Apple. I think that was. Yeah, please, please talk about that. <sighs> okay, this one's so hard because like the media stuff surrounding this album is almost as much of the story as the album itself. Yeah, it's become so like, divisive. It's crazy, and like. So you have on one side, you have, like, I, I remember I was making dinner and I put this album on because I love the Idler Wheel, her last album from 2012. Yep. And so I was really looking forward to this and I put it on and I remember I was making dinner and I was like, whatever, I'm not just, you know, I like to check what Pitchfork thinks. I know people make fun of how much, you know, Pitchfork doesn't matter or whatever, but I, I like to look at the scores. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's whatever. And I think they have a lot of good writers, but um, I like, I like my, my uh, jaw dropped when they gave it a 10. It was nuts. Like that, it, it was it was it was just insane. I was like, "There's no way." Um, so that was like the first thing. First in the decade. First since my beautiful dark yeah. fantasy. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, and so I'm I'm glad I listened to it before then, because then you have the issue of like, if you see that, I think before you listen to a record, it's it's almost like setting you up for failure. Hundred percent. Because you're like, yeah. I'm expecting this to be a ten, and yeah. and I can't see how anybody would enjoy it. You know, so I'm really thankful that i listened to it first and i enjoyed it the first listen um but and then you have like i don't know if you guys are fantano followers or not but his backlash was an entirely different kind of backlash i think he gave it a seven and the review was positive but much like my beautiful dark twisted fantasy actually yeah that's a good comparison (laughs) that's a really good comparison um and then you get the, the diehard fans of both artists coming after him you know reviewed again you don't understand all this sort of stuff so as always i just wanted to start with that because i think it's it's hard to talk about this album in a vacuum (laughs) right Mm -hmm. um but what i will say is you guys have heard it yep yep yeah um i god it's it's it feels like it's so entrancing to me um one because i think like the base of it is just the percussion like it's such a percussive album and she made it at her house and like banged on the walls and used pots and pans and there's like found sounds dogs barking in the background it's just this very open sort of homemade kind of raw feel that i really like right they take mafia style yeah definitely <laughs> yeah it's no it feels very i mean homemade but not in a bad way um and very sort of free of any like you know music industry convention um and, and that comes across in like other things too in the lyrics um but her voice was the first thing uh, that I really liked. Um, she like raps almost on this album at points. It's hard not to notice her voice through this album, <laughs> right? It's it's like the centerpiece, and she sings, and her range is amazing. Yep. And sometimes she's just like quietly whispering poetry. It's just like, it's I don't know. It's it's the centerpiece for me at least, and and the things like I will I will be walking around and I'll just have like a, a chorus. It's not super catchy necessarily, but I'll have just something popping in my head from this album. Like it just it's it's very sticky. Um, the songwriting is great. Um, it feels like a little experimental, but not crazy. I don't know. Um, I'm curious to hear what your guys' thoughts on it. Cause I, I just like, 
uh, I, I also don't feel like as a, as a dude, I'm the best person to like break down all the themes here either. Sure. Cause it's definitely got a lot of like, yeah. she talks about sexual assault. She talks about childhood mm-hmm. trauma and bullying mm-hmm. and like solidarity with other women. And so, um, there, that part of it, I can't really speak on. Um, right, she's got a couple of very funny lines and you know, here. So, um, I don't know. I just think it's, I think it's excellent. I don't know if it's my favorite album of the year just because it's, it feels like I, I just barely scratched the surface. Like I'm going to have to listen to it again and again to sort of dig through it. But, um, right. It has been my most listened to for like the last two weeks since it dropped, I think for sure. So I really, really enjoy it. You touched on the, the pots and pans, but the, the hard part for me, uh, to get into initially was just the fact that it feels like it rarely follows any traditional melodies. Like, like yeah. you, you talked about the rapping, and that's that's true. Mm. There's times where she's singing, but to me, it almost feels like it feels more like poetry than lyrics. Um, almost totally word like at times. Totally, um, yeah. So that took a little bit to get past for me, just because it didn't feel melodic and musical. Um, yeah, in the way I expect in that genre space. I, but um, I mean, yeah, the the songwriting and storytelling is what blew me away uh, more mm. than anything. And yeah, I, I I've come to really enjoy this record. I I, I was never a big Fiona fan. I went through her mm. disc- discography the week before this album oh, came yeah. out just because I <laughs> was listening to the hype and everyone sure, was sure. so excited about it. Um, but. I, I've come to enjoy this record a lot already. And yeah, as you said, there's, there's a lot to unpack. So definitely. Yeah. I think similar to, to that. Um, I had to, I had to go through this album twice when I first put it on because mm. uh, the first time through, I, I thought, I thought, okay, do I, do I actually like this? <laughs> like, yeah, I, right? couldn't, yeah. I couldn't tell. I was like, I was like, yeah. I can't tell if I'm into this or, mm. or what. Usually um, not a great sign. Usually not. Yeah. Um, I will say that I think, I don't think I've heard an album like this um, ever um, where the, the changing of her, um, the way she delivers her lyrics mm. Um, and the sounds that she uses to accompany that, like, like, I feel like the sounds change with her voice tone. Totally. Um, and so in that respect, um, I like this album is just one of a kind, as far as I can tell. Um, I still think there's, it's, it's, it's a little too, I don't know if abstract is the right word, but it's like, it's a little too out there for me. Um, yeah. in terms of like an indie album mm-hmm. um because like Corey said it's it's tough to to keep up with uh the melodies um uh throughout and it's it's yeah it's just it's just tough to to get into a song when you know you can't really keep up with um with the same um uh, the same rhythm throughout but i mean i i appreciate i definitely appreciate it for what it is um because this is a very um organic and uh progressive um singer songwriter album definitely i can see how and that was one thing that i think fantano mentioned in his reviews like i can see how people might think this sounds like unfinished 
Like it sounds very <laughs> yeah. like yeah. you're like really this is like I mean I'm sure she did some takes on her iPhone. I think the dogs barking was just because they happened to be barking, and you know <laughs> that's something that she just kept w- it wouldn't in. <laughs> happen in the studio or you'd cut it. And she's just like you're not fuck it. I'm gonna leave it. We're just gonna go with it. So I I, um, I totally get that. Yeah. Um. So I guess for me it's um the tempo changes and like the different sections in the songs that she does yeah. is something that I learned to love on the idler wheel, mm. which is, Interesting. um, it, I think maybe a more melodic record, but it's, it's basically just that it's just piano and her voice and drums essentially. Yeah. Barely. Yeah. 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 And, and so, and this is, this has a little bit more going on, uh, in it, I think with like layered vocals and stuff, but, mm. um, it's definitely, I think an acquired taste. Um, but yeah, I agree with that. I, yeah, I can yeah. definitely see. I can see why somebody wouldn't <laughs> wouldn't be into it for sure. Right. Yeah. Jack, you want to start with the second round of albums? Don't worry, we've only got two each. Let's go. Let's go round two. Um, so for the second one, um, I chose EOB or Ed O'Brien, um, who is the uh, one of the guitarists from Radiohead. He came out with his debut solo album. Um, two weeks ago and it's uh it's called earth um yeah the i mean this was an album for me that was very intriguing because i felt like the lead singles leading up to this were um extremely compelling um after listening to the album i think the singles were still the strong point um but I mean, it's it's tough to to go through this record and and think, man, this is um, uh, you know, this is, I I I feel like I feel like anybody could put this on and enjoy some aspect of it, um, whatever whatever genre you're you're uh, you're most into. But Brazil to me is is the standout track. That that one is um, so epic, uh, and it comes after Shangri La, which is another fantastic single that uh promoted this album um a song that stood out to me uh that wasn't a single was deep days that was on the playlist uh, uh a week or two ago um yeah i i don't know um i think like kind of i mean it's it's not as as great as as the strokes album um there's there's some there's a little more misses on this um as a whole um but i would i would suggest listening to this just for those singles that that released like olympic i thought was fantastic um yeah brazil of course shangri-la um yeah that's i mean that's pretty much it um i think i think i think as a as as a as a solo debut um it's 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 super solid um uh, and you can definitely hear the the Radiohead influence all across this thing. I'd hope so. Yeah. Yeah. I, I still need to. I'll oh, go for it. Yeah, I, I I haven't given this one a complete listen. Um, I've never even been quite as into Radiohead as Jack and Christian. I think. Um, I'm a so I'm a fanboy. You are. <laughs> Uh, any anything these guys put out johnny greenwood um i've i've heard he's coming out with a new solo so that was that would just that'll blow me away i'm I sure i think he does like movie soundtracks doesn't he he won an oscar for oh really um, his, his movie soundtrack for oh gosh now you gotta look it up um 
Anyway, yeah, keep going, Corey. Yeah. Uh, I really don't have anything to add. Sorry. I can hop on. There there will be blood. He he did the he did the soundtrack for There Will Be Blood. Oh. Oh Jesus. I don't think yeah. I saw that. Which is that's wow. Weird. Yeah. One of the most celebrated movies of the 21st century. Yeah. <laughs> that's insane. Yeah. I didn't yeah. even know that. Yeah. I need to I need to listen to this all the way through. I I like the singles um and I try to um sort of I try to intentionally listen to things that I haven't heard before. Um and I I do like Radiohead. Um, but this one kind of got lost for me in the mix of everything else. So, I'm, but I definitely uh, want to check it out. Any anything Radiohead puts out, whether it be solo efforts from the from those artists or um, a full length from the actual band, mm-hmm. which I'm hoping we get a follow up to Moonshape Pool. Soon. Yeah, that was like four years ago. Like yeah, that was it's a while it's ago. It's 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 time. It's time. <laughs> it's Even time. though I really enjoyed Tom's Tom York's. Um, uh, uh, Anima, anima. No, oh, anima, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anima, uh, last year, mm-hmm. uh, we need a full length radiohead. We need a full length. Anyway, that's cool. it. Cool. Next, we have Corey. What do you got? My second pick, "Pray for Paris" by Westside Gun, ah. the king of underground New York rap, the founder of Griselda Records, the man behind over twenty rap projects, if you count all his collabs and mixtapes. Mm-hmm. Um. Pray for Paris features many of the Griselda label mates who have been on all his projects, but also some bigger commercial names in Tyler, the creator, Joey Badass, and even Freddie Gibbs. Um, The cover art is designed by Virgil Abloh and depicts David with the head of Goliath, symbolic of overcoming the hierarchy. Uh, this notion is teased in many grimy verses, blending and blurring Westside's bloody New York street life, uh, biblical history, and fictional fantasies. Uh, boom, 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 gunshot ablibs are as frequent as Westside's masterful flow changes. Um, those Tyler and Joey verses on 327 are dope, and it's probably my favorite like standalone track on the record, but they just feel out of place on amidst the signature Griselda bars, ad-libs, and beats. I think George Bondo, Allah Sent Me, and $500 Ounces are better representations of what Westside brings and has always brought to the table. Um, Westside and Griselda really haven't changed their sound much on this, but they sound... They, they, they appear hungry for more. Uh, no longer satisfied with their like underground status, ready to step out of the shadows and tackle Goliath, if you will. Um, I really enjoyed this record. Uh, I, I've, I've been following Westside for a while, and I think this is his most just consistent and concise record. Yeah. Yeah, I, I hadn't heard, um, and I don't think I've ever heard a, a single track from, from, from this guy until, uh, until this album. Um, but, uh, really enjoyed this. For sure, you can hear the um, you can hear the New York style that that uh, that he brings. Um, yeah, and he's definitely he definitely has a lane for sure. He's got a lane. That's right. I think you've sold me on it. I haven't heard him either, but that was a good a good synopsis. Definitely intriguing. And the other one, um, I'm just gonna the what was it last episode? The uh, Price of Tea in China. 
Yeah. That one too is another one. Not to not to distract, but I'm just like I said, I'm trying to get <laughs> the hip hop and these things that you keep dropping. They both they, those, they all those, sound those are so similar similar in, yeah. sounding records. Boldy was actually featured on this uh West Side Gun mm. album as well. It was. Um, okay, cool. I'm gonna check it out. Both yeah. <laughs> both from that underground hip hop. I think they're both from New York realm, so yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. A sound yeah. I enjoy a lot. Christian, Christian let's wrap up uh, with your second. Uh, yeah. So, I'm, uh, Corey said I could do this because there's been a, it hasn't been an episode in a while, but I'm gonna go back to like it's like March 17th or something. It was. Have you heard the the new Dogleg album? It's called Melee. It's their debut, and they're like I a Detroit. To I've, never, I've never heard of this band, so I'm okay. I'm excited. I'm excited okay. to hear about this. They're a Detroit punk band, and this is like the same with the Fiona Apple album. This is like quarantine music for me because it's so angry and high energy it's just like when i need to be mad at something or i'm just frustrated it's like (laughs) it's so perfect because they have lines about like lying on the carpet or not waking up until noon or just like staying inside and drinking with your (laughs) friends and i'm like those are all the things that i'm doing so it it just feels very like of the time and um it's short it's like half an hour maybe um it's like a bunch of gang vocals great guitar leads um i'm sure there's probably like a little emo hint to it it's definitely got some some themes like that but it's yeah it's just one of those where i'm just like nope not want to be sad i want to be mad right now and i'm just gonna (laughs) i'm just gonna put it on and you know uh stew in my feelings so it's, it's awesome i recommend it melee i'm just i'm adding it to the list right now and yeah they named it after smash bros so that was intentional (laughs) so fun they had i was reading an article apparently they um they'll give you free merch if you can beat one of their band members at the merch table after a show and they have yet to give away any free merch (laughs) that's awesome they're really good at super smash bros so did you just stumble upon them or is this i I don't man do they no, have other records? For a couple of, no, this is their debut. They have a little, um, they have an EP called Remember Alderaan okay. on Spotify um, that I haven't heard. Um, but they, I guess they just started out locally and did like the circuit in Michigan. And um, I just started reading about them. And then uh, again, Pitchfork. I'm, uh, yeah. I'm not just trying to bump up Pitchfork, but that was, I think, probably where I initially heard it was um, Ian Cohen is a is a writer who focuses on a lot of that kind of stuff. And he, when he gives recommendations, usually pretty well worth your time so that's i think that's where i heard it on twitter or something nice. just him shouting it out so but very nice yeah, so that's my second one cool well, that's one i i gave a distracted listen yesterday when you told me True. you were going to be reviewing it but uh mm. i need to dig deeper into that one i i did enjoy it um it, yeah it, it took me a little um but it's i don't know there's something so cathartic about it too um i don't know really just feels uh timely cool absolutely well we've we've heard your feedback and you don't want us to list off the 100 songs we've added to the playlist since our last episode so we're just gonna pick our five favorite each and we're gonna cycle through them and jack's gonna start and we're gonna get just just cycle through them real quick jack what you got what's your first track real real quick just a quick half hour um all right well starting it off we're gonna go with um uh, the recent, well, one of the recent 1975 singles, Jesus Christ, 2005, God Bless America. Um, this Featuring is a, Phoebe. This is just a moving, yeah, uh, Phoebe Bridgers, uh, she handles the second verse on this. 
Um, and it's, it, I mean, it's just a perfect compliment. Like you're not expecting it. At least I wasn't. Um, cause she's not listed as a feature. Um, and then she comes in and I was like, wait a minute. I know that voice. Wait, she isn't the queen. No. Oh. No, when you when you click on the on the on the track, it doesn't say any features on there. So I was I was pleasantly surprised. Interesting. Um, but um, but yeah, I mean this this track um, it it handles um, I mean both both Matt Healy and Phoebe Bridgers they uh, sing on this track uh, from the perspective of an LGBTQ individual um, who. Um, feels like they can't act on their on their feelings be- towards the same sex due to um, their religious background, which um, I thought was a, a very interesting um, way of tackling the song. And it's just, it's, um, I think it's very of the times as well. Um, yeah, it's just a, it's, it's, it's complete acoustic, um, kind of a pretty, a pretty gorgeous song from 1975. Um I, yeah, um, they're just they're just killing it. Very nice. Yeah, I like this one a lot. My first track is "Window" by Still Woozy, the newest nice. track from Sven Gamsky. Yet, so. mm. uh, I don't have much here. He just has a knack for infectious, groovy beats. The high pitched sample, the vocal tone switch ups, the if I had one thing right, it was you. <laughs> Refrain. Oh my gosh. Just another great woozy <laughs> single. I'm e- eager to hear what he develops and grows into because it feels like we're right at the start of his career and I've enjoyed everything he's released so far. One of the best parts about this show, Christian, is when Corey gets into a little... Um, <clears throat> Dude, it always little, sounds gets a so much better in. in my head. It's, it's, it's just, it's, it's the highlight of my morning <laughs> whenever he, he throws down some vocals. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, uh, honored to be present for this in real time. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> Christian, what's your first track? I'm going to bring it back to Phoebe. I love Kyoto. It's so good. Yes. Oh yeah. Everything she's dropped for this, I guess it's only two songs so far, but this is like, I'm, I'm expecting it to be my album of the year. Like my hype has gone through the roof. And so I hope I'm not disappointed, but Kyoto's is so good. And I love the horns and so just, good. she's got this, I think she's maybe like 25, but she's got this like nostalgic Was she only 25? Just, oh, I've never been to uh, Kyoto, but I feel like I have. Jack it's, and I uh, went there. Great. We played Katan the entire time in our, uh, <laughs> our uh, hostel. That's the word. Cool. I did not know she was only twenty-five. That's insane. Uh, wow. yeah, we. I I love that song. That's one of my favorites of the mm. year. I think we might have even mm. talked about it, but it deserves yeah, more. I, I, sorry, I didn't listen to all eighty-seven I, no, from the I last episode. It. I just Jack, what's, to highlight. Jack, what's the second? Uh, okay, well, I don't, I don't have a lot to say about this track, but I just had to list it off. It's, it's just incredible. Frank Ocean, Dear April. Um, I get, it's technically, it says it's the acoustic version. It's the only version that's out. Um, oh, so, there'll be more. I'm, well, in thirty well, years. In, <laughs> gosh, dang it! This song. Um, it's just, it's this. Very classic Frank, minimalistic, like just purely uh, vocal ballad that just, oh, it's so nice. It's so nice. We need more music, Frank. We need more <laughs> music. Um, he dropped Dear April and Cayendo, which was another 
great single um, that is supposedly leading up to a new album whenever that happens. Um, but Dear He's got to build the staircase first. Got to get that staircase going. <laughs> uh, Endless 2 coming out. Um, yeah, but this was this was my favorite out of out of the two. Um, it's just it's 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 a perfect song. It's a perfect song. Yep, I'm a sucker for Frank Ocean. Anything. Uh, my next song is Dangeru Kipawa Freestyle. I definitely didn't say that right, <laughs> but it is from Absol. Uh, TDE Top Dog Entertainment is doing a fan appreciation week, or maybe two weeks of it. Who knows? Uh, nothing from Schoolboy, J-Rock, SZA, or Kendrick quite yet. But we got this first. This was the very first release. And then we got one from Isaiah Rashad, his first release in four years, Lost My Mind. Um, it's been almost four years since we've had anything from Absol either. Um, but this song is my favorite of everything they've released these past week and a half. Um, it is an ode to his boss, Top Dog, released on his birthday. Um, it's got production from A1 that Absol just floats over. Um, there's this beautiful yeah. Charles Bradley sample incorporated. And then the second half is the best part. It is. <laughs> he, he drops this Mac uh, reference along with all these clever one-liners galore i'm just excited we finally got something new from solo and isaiah so if nothing else i'm whatever (laughs) tde kind of just like stopped this fan appreciation week uh on wednesday even though everyone is i mean everyone's obviously just waiting for kendrick Mm. and blah 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 black hippie if they ever put a song together who knows <laughs> yeah i i fall into the hype and then it never happens so it's best and to then just it keep, never lives up expectations low. <laughs> uh, uh christian what's your second okay um this one the song's called whisper 2000 and the the artist is locate s1 and this is one that came through my instagram because i follow a bunch of like music review accounts okay and there's this one guy who just comes up with these hidden gems. And this is like, I don't know, indie pop disco. It's so catchy. It's like the catchiest thing I've heard. Oh, that forever. sounds right um, up my alley. It's super great. Um, it just like swelling, amazing choruses. It's, it's the, the album um, as a whole is, is good. But this track in, in particular is just, I can send it to you guys. I don't know if, yes, please. if I'm allowed to put stuff on the playlist or not. But um, hey, why not? It's, it's super catchy and it's been stuck in my head for uh, forever. So Whisper 2000. Nice. Well, from one catchy song to another, uh-huh. this is, this is my, uh, my, in my opinion, the catchiest song of 2020. Um, another 1975 single. No. If you're too shy, let me know. Um, if you can't tell, I'm just I'm a 1975 um, just extreme fanboy. Um, but yeah, uh, this band. Um, I, I I'm sure I've mentioned this before, but the um, the the way that they're promoting this. I mean, this is like the longest album promotion I've ever seen it's been like a year since they dropped the first single that leads up to this new album so that's um, like a week in frank ocean years dude right (laughs) i was Um, 
astounded by how many tracks are on this album because they've released like six singles and yeah. i looked it up and it's yeah. like a 20 track album or something yeah 22 22 tracks yeah. um 22 tracks the last album had 15 and they've yeah they've dropped i think six singles for this album or maybe seven i don't even know but it's not it's like there's still so much more music <laughs> to look forward to yeah um but um I just love how for this for this album they haven't they haven't stuck to one genre. Like they've every single is like a completely new sound. Um they had they had a track called People which was um that that was think, a step out of their comfort zone. That was that was completely out of left field. It was like this emo You hated that one rock. at first. I hated it at first and grew to absolutely love it. Um and I think it like when you when you hear that along with the other singles, it's like it's it just makes sense why they I don't I don't know it's like every every song it's 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 completely different tone, um, and normally I would hate on an artist for doing that because it's like okay well why don't you just stick into one sound um, and go on with that but um, for some reason I find this very compelling what they're doing. Um, and even with the with their visuals for for each um, each release, they they seem to change up the the look and feel of um, of their their videos, their um, the cover art for each for each single. Um, I don't know. I'm 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 so hyped. I mean, I've been hyped for once they announced this new album. Um, I've been looking forward to this for a year. <laughs> So um, well, it, yeah, it May, should be coming some sometime soon, May, right? May twenty second, I think, is the official release date, unless they push three it back weeks. Again. Dang, I thought, yeah, I guess I, I thought I had heard that it was pushed, but maybe it was supposed it... to be released uh, last week, but um... they pushed the release date back like a month and a half ago, hmm. um, to just keep fans waiting once again. Sure, Love um, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all here for this new album. I, it's. It's uh, it's tough to. I think I've. This is my. This has turned into my most anticipated album release of 2020. Wow, cool. My third track is "Tempo" by Smino, the St. Yep. Louis rapper. Uh, this is a yep. Lucy. He debuted on SoundCloud back in March. It's on streaming now in all its glory. Uh, Smino's elite wordplay is on full display as he manages to weave the greek freak's last name into the hook i can't even pronounce antetokounmpo let alone like rap about it in a hook over and over again but anyway smino dropped he he dropped a 16 track mixtape last week kind of out of nowhere titled she already decided it sounds like a lot of freestyles and he raps over like the box beat and savage um it's it's worth a listen if you're as big of a smino fan as i am but it, it, it's a mixtape yeah this is this is the track you should listen to first if, if you want yep. to try smino for sure cool um my third one is uh it's a song called mud by nicholas jar who is like a south american like electronic producer mm-hmm. oh. and he's come up with two albums this year one which is like this really awesome sample heavy like house album um under against all logic that's the name of the his his moniker that he goes under and has like 
incredible chopped Beyonce samples and like it's just super catchy. Um, and then he did this one under his own name, which is like this dark ambient project. And this song is like this weird, darkly groovy, uh, percussive ambient track that I can't get out of my head. And it's, it's one of those, it's like the opposite of the Dogleg album. This is like come down music. Like I am really, it's rainy outside. It is sad. It is in my head sort of stuff. So, but it's, mm. it's really good. Um, and I recommend people check out both albums cause they're, they're both excellent just in like vastly different ways. Yeah, I need to. I've seen you've been posting about him for a while, so. And, and so yeah, I basically, I did a a deep dive once I discovered him, and he's got some good. Um, I'm not like a huge electronic. I've never been like a big EDM fan, and there's like a bajillion genres that I'm sure I'm butchering right now. <laughs> Somebody will be like, <laughs> "It's not house. It's whatever." But um, I just know that <laughs> he makes stuff that's uh, very sample heavy and sort of hypnotic, and kind of builds and grows, you know, as as the mm. tracks go on. So. Cool. Very nice. Um, for my fourth track, um, I think we've already mentioned this one, but, um, going with, uh, Brooklyn Bridge Chorus by The Strokes. Um, that's the one. One of, this is, this is one of my favorite Strokes songs, um, probably since they released Angles, um, which was, I think that was a 2013 release, if I'm not mistaken. I think Angles um, was 2011. 2011. Okay. Mm-hmm. Come Down Machine? Come Down Machine, yeah. yeah. It was 2013. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, I mean, this is like, this is just classic strokes. Um, I love the, I mean, Julian Julian Casablanca's voice on this is so iconic. Um, like, you listen to the song and then put on Is This It right after that. It sounds the same. Like, I, I like you really can't tell a difference. Um, it sounds the same as it did back in the day. Um on this song, I love the, the, the intro with the, it's like an 80s style keyboard lead in. Um, and then, and then the band comes in with this, like, like, <laughs> I was, I was going to mimic the sound, but I don't know if I can do it justice. It's like the synthesizer, uh, type melody. Um, and then with Julian's voice over it, it's, it's just, it's perfection. Just do it Banger. for the fans out there. <laughs> All right, the next song is nailed it. Gross. I mean, we've we've all talked about how much we love that track. Um, just just a great one. Next, we have "Love in Mine" by Big Thief. Um, Mm. I've been listening to Big Thief for like a year at most, but something about Adrienne Lenker's voice is so nostalgic and comforting to me. Uh, Love and Mine is more of a soft lullaby. Apparently it was a leftover from their uh, 2019 album Two Hands. Uh, just a raw intimate Lucy that just dropped on Wednesday here um, that I like a lot. Big Thief. Had a big 2019 and like they don't release bad music. It's astounding. <laughs> yeah. It's a nice quality to have. <laughs> um wait my turn so all you am i I out of order um so i'm gonna go back to hamilton lighthouser actually um it's a song called isabella and the album hold on sorry i'm just making sure i have this correct uh the album is the loves of your life and basically i think each track is a person 
uh, dedicated to a person or about a person um, that he knows. And this one's just like kind of a catchy, um, another catchy indie song. But he's got this very, this voice might rub people the wrong way, but it's very sort of a pitched high voice and very expressive and kind of jangly track um, that, that sort of builds and swells. And I like it a lot. So, and the whole album's actually really good. But Love it. Yeah. Um, to wrap it up, uh, uh, leading off with the, uh, the fifth song, um, I'm going with, this is a, this was a Corey choice, um, from a few weeks ago, but I had to include it here. Um, Omar Apollo with Imagine You. Um, this is a collab collaboration between Omar and Kenny Beats. If y'all haven't seen the cave episode with Omar Apollo, please turn this episode off immediately and go watch that. <laughs> um, because it is just, it's my, it's one of my favorite things to, to, I've seen that video way too many times. It's so great. Their chemistry is, um, un, undeniable. Um, and you can just tell on this song, especially how much fun, they had making this because um, it's just this sexy groovy vibe um, that Omar just he seamlessly um, just floats over I love it so much um, yeah and hopefully this is a I mean if this is a lead single to an album uh, this year I am all for it I am as well love Omar and Kenny anything yeah. Kenny touches turns to gold in 2020 um, my last track is Last 100. It is by Tom Mish and Yusuf Days. Um, this was a, this was an album I wanted to talk about. Um, the, the album's titled What Kind of Music. I think this track, Last 100, best represents what, uh, the duo was able to accomplish on this record. Uh, Yusuf on drums is a highlight throughout the record. And on this track especially, the production is so colorful and groovy. Um, this is one of the few tracks where Tom's voice is at the forefront. It's a simple sentiment about missing someone, but it's rich with these low layered vocals, guitar riffs, piano, and Yusuf all over the drums. So, yeah, and I, I enjoyed this track a lot, and I thought um, what kind of music was uh, a cool a cool step for uh, Tom Mish after that uh, geography album. Mm. Which we all loved. That was my first, this was my first Tom Mish Yusuf uh, exploration. And it sent me down a Yusuf hole actually. Um, but yeah, it was really good. I liked it. That's good. Um, my last track is just going to be another Fiona Apple song. <laughs> which is, um, <laughs> Heavy balloon. And it's hard. Cause like there, Heavy there's, balloon. I don't think there's a bad song on the album. There's some that I, I don't return to as often, but Heavy Balloon is like, it's it's catchier than I think most songs on there. And it's just got this chorus about spreading like strawberries and climbing like peas and beans, which I think is an incredibly cool metaphor for like growth. Like I, I was like, what does she mean when she says that? And then I read some interviews and she's like, oh, you know, strawberries go horizontally and peas and beans climb up the, you know, <laughs> I'm not a gardener, so I don't know how things work like that. But, <laughs> but I was like, oh, now that I know that it is, it's a really cool metaphor. And just her voice on it is so huge. And she just, oh, she nails the, the course. It's, it's wonderful. And then obviously nice. all the stuff we talked about, the tempo changes and the fun percussion and everything. It's, it's a great track. Yeah. yeah. Love it. 
I think a good indication of a great album is just that everyone has a different track, and mm. I, I, I've seen everyone posting and saying their favorite tracks from Fiona Apple, and it's always different. Yeah. So. Oh, that's, that's so true. Yeah, there was some on the first listener. I was like, "Nah, it's probably a skip," and then I go back through. And I'm like, "Wait, no, there's not a single skip on here." <laughs> it's a good sign. Well, Christian, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we don't yeah, want to waste you. any more of your time. Uh, you're oh, I not wasted. I was looking forward to this. You're one of three people here uh, still working, so <laughs> you should. <laughs> I, that sucks. I'm sorry to hear that, guys. And uh, and when I say working, I mean like diving headlong into the news it's not fun (laughs) a lot of the time um it's interesting definitely seeing what people are going going through but it's it's i can't say it's uh super fun but yeah well we appreciate you uh, taking the time man this was a lot of fun yeah thanks for the invite i appreciate it have you on again yeah anytime just call me up we'll talk some music yeah please because i need i need i need music people outlets (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah, welcome back anytime. Sweet. Thank you guys so much. Yep. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Until next time, who knows when that'll be. We really have no excuse to do this every week, but it's become more of a monthly podcast as of late. Jack, Jack and I will keep you updated. Uh, we have been updating the playlist every week. That's honestly my favorite part about this. So uh, find Isopod Weekly on Spotify and Apple Music. We we update that whether there's a playlist or not. And our full playlist is also on Jack's profile. If you're trying to go back to some of the songs we were chatting about, um, we should add Christian right. songs as well. Got to check those yep. out. So yeah, we'll do that. Thanks again. See you next time.